Hi, my name is Jim, and I want you to add your voice to our journey into China. Because accelerating success in China through learning Chinese language and culture is about the application of key Chinese cultural concepts in the proper cultural context. Every week, I create a LinkedIn post to get other perspectives about one of 10 Chinese cultural concepts that I believe are misunderstood but essential for understanding how Chinese people think, why they behave the way they do, and how to create more positive communication patterns that lead to more constructive cooperation. This week's Chinese cultural concept is Xingren, which means trust. But the real discussion I want to have is about the concept of truth default, which is the starting level of trust we tend to give strangers or people we meet for the first time. This concept was analyzed by Timothy Levine in his book, Duped, but I learned about this concept from Malcolm Gladwell in his book, Talking with Strangers, because I noticed another important cultural concept or cultural dichotomy between Chinese thinking and my more Western mindset. Westerners tend to believe strangers are mostly honest most of the time, which means we default to truth, while Chinese people tend to default to skepticism and therefore, they focus on deepening guanxi before they will trust someone. Now, let's listen to some of the top comments we received this week. Manfred says, trust is basically a Western term and it's used to, to define whether a person can work with another person or company. For Chinese people, the term xingren has a very similar importance as face does to a Westerner. Guanxi is the key word in China. If you have good guanxi with someone, this automatically means that you trust this person. And as we all know, guanxi has to be earned. And we have to be patient, but afterwards, it can last forever. This is well said. Trust is, has a different connotation in China. The appropriate term we should use is guanxi because the guanxi level between two people also indicates the level of trust between them. Unlike the Western world, where to varying degrees, people tend to trust strangers until proven otherwise, in Chinese, guanxi has to be earned by developing the proper mindset for reciprocating goodwill and forgiving face. Westerners tend to default to truth until proven otherwise, whereas Chinese will usually default to skepticism until deeper guanxi relationships have been established. Then Julia added, I think language is the key to communicating effectively and gaining mutual trust. Language can also be a barrier for effective cross-cultural communications, especially in China. If one is trying to gain trust from their Chinese counterparts, it is important to cultivate guanxi and show that you understand Chinese culture. For me, I've been able to develop trustworthy relationships with my Chinese colleagues by being honest and by reciprocating favors. You know, Juliet has lived and studied extensively in China, even living with Chinese host families. And I believe she has a very healthy and positive mindset for engaging with Chinese people. Authenticity works in any culture. And what I believe Juliet has demonstrated is how important attitudes are for opening doors that might otherwise be closed, especially to foreigners. Her open attitude allows her to default to truth, which in turn allows her Chinese friends and colleagues to reciprocate. 
Now, Dennis added just a few thoughts on trust. The idea that we are all good, upright, and honest people belongs to a universalist mindset. I see it here in Luxembourg, where trust is granted almost automatically. It is such a small country where everyone knows everyone. So even criticizing another person, much less cheating on him or her, would be difficult to imagine. There is an instilled value of what is right, honest, and fair. In countries and cultures where particularism is prevalent, pleasing key people in one's network may take precedence over doing what's right. So yeah, Luxembourg, this is an excellent example where most people uh, in a community default to truth. You know, in Timothy Levine's book, Duke, which analyzes the social science of lying and deceptions, it says that most people trust strangers because they believe most people are honest most of the time. In Western culture, this truth default is actually necessary for society to function. In contrast, I've observed that Chinese people don't default to truth. Rather, they are more likely to do something that I would consider defaulting towards skepticism. And this makes sense when trust is defined differently in the minds of Chinese people. Guanxi is a Chinese cultural concept that has been translated and interpreted over and over, but most Westerners still do not fully comprehend its meaning, yet we can probably all agree that it is important to understand for anyone doing business there. Truth default is another term that I personally believe is useful for both sides to realize that there is a cultural dichotomy so we can avoid misperceptions leading to greater distrust. And finally, Christina says, absolutely, humility, empathy, giving face, reciprocating favors, and a genuine interest for their culture and history will all help establish guanxi with your Chinese counterparts. I could see how happy some Chinese people who live in my town were when I asked them about Chinese New Year's. I gave them face by showing real interest in their traditions. So yeah, so Christina lives in Italy for context, and I think this is a great way to reach out to, um, to anybody. Sometimes something as simple as asking or caring about Chinese New Year's is a goodwill gesture and a very positive step in developing deeper Guanxi relationships. Okay, so I hope this extends your understanding and application of trust and truth default as a Chinese cultural dichotomy with the West. Again, improving how we cooperate across cultural and value differences is a never-ending journey and this conversation is ongoing. You know, I'd really love it if you would add more comments about truth default specifically. Most of you have pr probably never considered this aspect of cross-cultural communications, but I encourage you to give us some thought and come back and leave a comment. Just follow the links to share your experiences, insights, and questions. And we'll see you in the next post where we'll discuss the Chinese cultural concept of giving face or gay mianzi.